miss It's radio, but it's with a twist Bring the heat and forever lit Interviews and plenty more Misunderstood is the host Hot topics and good Got some join the conversation Now it's time to roll, yeah Consider this, consider this I already know you're gonna like it It got everybody excited You know everybody's invited Nah, you can't deny It's the best you're gonna find Play it when in your home Now they in the zone Get the stress up off your mind Yeah, yeah You know what it is Top up on my list Gotta stay up in the know So I jam, consider this Yeah, yeah Wanna be a star Listen to the best Time to get considered this Don't settle for nothing less Ay, Tune in when I'm cruising At work or I'm in the gym Weekday to the weekend Tell your grandmama, tell your friend Take it to the next level Yeah, cause I think you should Tune in to consider this Hosted by Misunderstood Have you been considered? Check out the brand new radio show called Consider This Radio, aired live every Sunday at noon on WEBR Radio, Fairfax. Visit considerthis.org and find upcoming event coverage, great articles featuring today's hot topics. You can even learn about your community. That's considerthis.org. Get to know Nakia, community organizer, radio producer, education advocate, volunteer, and much, much more. Consider This Radio Show is a powerful show that focuses on today's events. Have you been considered where all things are considered? Yo, yo, this is DJ Bob. You rocking with Consider This. Consider that. Let's get it. Happy, happy Sunday, good people. I am your girl, Misunderstood. You are tuned in to Consider This Radio only on WEBR Radio Fairfax. I took a little break, so I hope you guys have enjoyed yourself thus far. And again, you know, it's Sunday. No sports is on. You have all the time in the world just to tune in right now, especially because today we have a very, two very special guests, um, which have their own radio show that comes on today at 6 o'clock. 6 p.m. So you guys definitely want to tune in to them later on this evening and also get to know more about them. And ladies, they're going to be answering some questions for y'all, okay? You know I haven't had any men on the show in a while. And we got questions. Like, we all got questions and we need to know the answers ASAP. Don't you guys go anywhere. We have BJ and DJ of Life Family. Wait. Life Family Hustle. I'm thinking of T.I. when I say that. We got to talk about this name, too. Uh, <laughs> we have BJ and DJ of Life Family Hustle coming up next on Consider This Radio. Make sure you go follow them on all social media platforms right now. Get to it. No matter if you have an Obama phone, your Internet is still free. OK, we'll be back right after this. Don't you go anywhere. I shouldn't say I- 
First thing in the morning, when I wake up, thank God for life. Look in the mirror, say, bitch, I'm the best, 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 best. Fall in love, baby, you gon' make it hard for the next bitch. Yeah, I'm the best, 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 best. That's your boyfriend, I ain't impressed, impressed. Baby, when your body pop the top off the chest. Work that body, throw your ass on the bed. Baby, what's the message in the bottle? And we lit tonight, don't worry about tomorrow. When she with me, she feel like she hit the lotto. And when I walk out, the things they gon' follow. Bitch, I'm the best. <laughs> It's good to be blessed from the most high God and waterfall who give us nice strength and life. Be thankful unto him for everything that he has done for our life. Heal that man, King Jawatafar. <coughs> Was that a girl or a boy? You don't know. All kids are the same. They all deserve the same. Then, why only a girl child is denied of her right to education? Educate a girl. Educate the society. Thoughts of suicide may feel impossible to overcome. But with help and support, you can find hope and meaning. Call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK to speak to a counselor or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. It's free. It's confidential. It's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And even if it feels like it, you're not alone. Want to learn more about our guest? A minute with misunderstood is next on Consider This Radio.
All right, guys, we are back. I am your girl, Misunderstood. You are tuned in to Consider This Radio only on WEBR Radio Fairfax. Again, I hope you guys have enjoyed the break, but we are back with a month full of amazing guests, as usual. I always think that the people that come on here um, are dope. Like, it's just my opinion, and it's pretty much fact. Right now, we have a couple of dope guys, DJ and BJ of Life Family Hustle, live on the radio right now. How are you guys doing? What's awesome. happening? Yeah, all day long. Yeah. I appreciate the love on Sunday afternoon. Yes. So you guys have a vast background, okay? Yeah. Um, How do you want to break it down? Like, <laughs> you got so much that we could talk about in regards to who you are, Um, what is your background, where you come from. So what we'll start out with is if the both of you can give me three one words that describe who you are before we get into the the grip of the background so three one word of who you are like how would you describe yourself um jumping on the soapbox i would say i would say dope (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i'm dope but i'm an activist Mm um i'm a leader and um teacher okay and a teacher okay not an actual teacher. Right. But a teacher. No, but in life you are a teacher. A reacher. Yeah. A reacher. You still like teacher better. Right, You're a teacher. I take it. You're a teacher. Um, you know, for me, I, I probably would say, uh, you know, life, family, hustle kind of surmises who we are. But family is everything to me. It's important. Uh, motivator, inspirator, commitment, dedication. And uh, yeah, all that. You can pick out three. Okay. <laughs> he dope is. I'm dope. Whatever. He's dope. He's dope. Yeah. Okay. That works. That works. So in regards to your show, I guess we can start off with that and then you can go into your backgrounds. Sure. How did you start with um Life Family Hustle? I think those three words do define most, but not many. So how did you come up with the title and what's the basis behind your show? And this this how it really started. So Derek and I, since the day that we met, we we always kind of connected, right? And when we connected, it was always us trying to better ourselves in life, family, or our hustle, like literally. Like we were trying to, you know, build each other up because it, where I'm from, that's what's missing most of the time. Mm-hmm. Having that person as a sounding board to help build you, right? Mm-hmm. So that was us from day one. So as we ended up building with each other, uh, it was always revolved around the three. So it kind of fell into that. Yeah, I mean, just to piggyback off of his comments, I mean, obviously he and I are both heavily socially engaged. And so in light of that, you know, we we are exposed to those realities of life for a lot of people, the, the family decisions, uh, as well as the entrepreneurial side. And so as we piggyback off our own personal relationship on how we engage each other and our friendship and how we hold each other accountable, it just makes sense to be able to give folks that practical outlet where they can really have an opportunity to have some real-time transparency being shared. We can talk about the things that most folks don't talk about, Mm -hmm. you know, because we go through life and we have a lot of surface relationships. There's not a lot of depth to it. So we want to really be able to bring that to the forefront. Mm -hmm. And I like that you said that because I just realized that I have a lot of surface relationships, Mm -hmm. which I find in the long run is not necessarily good. Mm -hmm. Um, because they don't tap into anything. It's no value necessarily right. in them. Nothing lost from them. It's just no substance. It's just mm-hmm. like you just know somebody Absolutely. and that's just that. That's, <laughs> like, it. that's it. Um, do you think that we became lost in regards to substance and relationships? Because I know for me personally, I'm born and raised DC, but when my mom passed away, I went and went to high school in North Carolina, came back the same day I graduated. But I think for me, because I miss 
those high school years, a lot of the substance, quote unquote, relationships, I de- I don't have because I wasn't here when you actually create them. Because yeah. I think it's harder to make friends as an adult, especially of the opposite sex or mm-hmm. even the same sex. The older you get, it seems like it's harder to make friends. So do you think that we lost that substance? Well, part of North Carolina. It's outside of Fayetteville, but Rayford. That's my example of your of the answer to your question. Mm-hmm. Like some people look at conversations with people, and when they have it, they just they just hearing you. Like oh I, yeah. I just, I just heard everything you said, right? But a person who who practices listening to you will ask those type of questions, feed the questions, and that's where substance grows. Mm-hmm. You know, I could have just let you tell your story, and and you told your story to me. But for me to really tap into you and dig into you to, to see where we can build each other, you ask those key questions. You said something powerful. You know, your mom passed and you went to North Carolina to go to school. That's a that's just a powerful segue of a conversation that I if I don't ask to tap into you, I'll never know that piece of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to answer your question, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think that's important. You know, I'm always trying to define what's the value of this relationship because yeah. it's bad enough in life we waste a lot of time. <laughs> Secondly, it's worse if we waste a lot of time on people and this is not going nowhere. So I'm trying to figure out as I go about moving in my life, you know, what, what bucket circle I'm going to put you in so we can identify the upside and the downside of this relationship. Because if it ain't going nowhere, you know, we need to find new friends. You know, you think about on social media, oftentimes you got a whole bunch of friends, but there's no real strong engagement to help you get to the next level. Mm-hmm. And so I think if we do become more deliberate in identifying that, we'll take our relationships a little more seriously. Because I think we are kind of guarded. I mean, I think everybody needs an outlet, whether that's a a therapist, a, a counselor, somebody they can they can have that conversation to to say, man, I had a rough day today. Like mm-hmm. yeah. my supervisor got on my nerves, my spouse getting on my nerves. I I I was about to leave the house and I didn't. Like, what's your mm-hmm. thoughts on that to be able to engage? Because you get stuck in your own thinking and therefore you never progress. Mm-hmm. Now I know I'm um, BJ. According to your bio, you have an extensive. Uh, career in nonprofit scene and community advocacy. Mm-hmm. And for me, DJ, you seem more like a serial entrepreneur. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But one thing that I noticed, because I'm on a new contract um, with a new group, and it's definitely opened my eyes in regards to how many men are actually in the community, even though you guys are not highlighted as mm-hmm. being in the community just as much, if not more, than women are. Mm-hmm. So, um, BJ, what keeps you going? Like working with the kids, starting these nonprofits? Profits, continuing to do your work. What keeps you going? Um, the the lack of, of what I didn't have in their same position. Like I look at my history. Like one thing that Dirk and I always do is is we we say what 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 caused it? What caused you to be here? And what caused me to be here is, is something that angered me growing up. I didn't have an outlet. Uh, growing up I didn't have a father figure I didn't have a, a person of influence of positivity to help me grow in life family hustle is crazy right mm-hmm. but so so my drive every day I, I go outside and there's a kid out there who don't have the help so if you think about how many youth and young adults are in the, the DC Maryland area I run into a, a new face every day and a new opportunity to help somebody grow right mm-hmm. so when did you just start that you when, when did you decide that you wanted to start to do your work um, I know your background says one thing, but what what was the aha moment for you when you were like, you know what, this is what I need to do? Well, in a quick uh, elevator pitch, so I got expelled from Prince George County Public Schools. The next week, I got expelled from DC Public Schools. Lost my scholarship, went to the Air Force. Uh, I got locked up and kicked out the Air Force. So for what the what the light switch is when I got out the Air Force. Mm-hmm. I came home from being locked up, 
So I, I and I came home from the military. People talk about PTSD. I had at times too. Mm-hmm. So that's when it really triggered. I'm like, well, I'm home. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I gotta find a job. I gotta find a career. And that's when I start diving into finding out what workforce development is. Mm-hmm. And that's really my my specialty. Mm-hmm. You know, how can I find a job? How can I build a resume? What's my passion? So uh, around 2003, 2004 is when it really flick the, the light switch on me. Okay. Yeah. And DJ, like I said, you seem to be very much so a serial entrepreneur. <laughs> was that something that was ingrained in, in you as a child or as an adult? Was that something that you just decided, hey, I'm just going to keep making money? Yeah, it, you know, it wasn't that I came from a, a entrepreneurial household. You know, my story pretty similar from to, to BJ from a standpoint of I grew up in a single parent household. Mom had me as a teenager. We didn't have a lot. We had a lot of love, but we didn't really have a lot uh, monetarily. And, uh, you know, I moved 12 times before I was 18 years old and stayed with family members. Family members stayed with us. And I just paid attention to my emotions, right? Those emotions of not having my own backyard, those emotions of not having my own basement, those emotions of wanting some Jordans because I had a good week in school, but I couldn't necessarily get them. So having a, 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 a strong sense of lack forced me as I got older to want to do better, to, to want more. And mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, when I first got my my first job as a shampoo boy, I was shampooing women's hair. <laughs> and they was tipping me, and I was probably 15. I was getting phone numbers and all that. That's so what I was about to say. Time. Was that your shoe that, in for the ladies? Absolutely. That's where it started, right? <laughs> and then at that moment, you know, I started coming home, giving mom some of my money, and I realized I want to be able to do more and give her more. And uh, so when I graduated from college, fortunately enough, I said, I'm going to find somebody that can help me make six figures. And I got introduced to a guy. I saw him on a grocery store card in a Safeway. I saw him on a bus stop when I came out to Safeway. And I called this guy and I said, look, I'm hungry. I'm young. I just graduated from college. Yeah. You know, my school loan's about 100000 mm-hmm. So if I'm not making 100000 how in the world am I going to get to a place to pay that stuff off? Right. And he said, meet me in the office. And then we sat down, chopped it up. That was my first, you know, mentor experience. And then from that, I felt like, in order for me to be able to go out and control my income and my time, uh, I need to be a boss. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so that's kind of where my run kind of started. Yeah. And then how did you two come together? Like, how how did you how meet? You, I, I think what happened was probably some years ago, people used to always say, man, oh, yeah, you yeah, sound yeah, just yeah, like yeah. this guy named BJ. <laughs> and so it happened on several occasions. I'm like, why do these people keep saying I remind them of BJ or, or sound like BJ? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so finally, I don't know if it was an event or something like that, and we kind of crossed paths. And I'm like, oh, you the BJ. Yep. Folks yep. keep saying our vibe is live on the same yeah. time. And so next thing I know, we just connected from that. And, uh, and then we just built a real solid friendship, relationship. And I remember when he ran uh, for one of the council seats, uh, in Prince George's County, he he called me, and I was quite humbled that he first wanted me person to be part. I called. Yeah, 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 he wanted yeah. me to be a part of his campaign, and uh, from that we just kind of triggered something special, and it just evolved, and our yeah. our, our interests and passions yeah. just kind of turned into what we have. Yeah, I want to add something to that though. <laughs> so so what happens often in life is often in life we run into people, and we run into situations where um, you learn, you meet somebody, right, and you say, all right, cool, let me get your number, let me get your email. And you get that phone number and that email and you never talk to mm-hmm. them again. You run into them, you know, later on in life and you both got the same feeling. Like, oh, dang, I remember I met you and I ain't even reach out. You're thinking it in your head, right? So you got to be intentional sometimes. Like Derek said, you got to value people early. Once you get, you know, some, you know, the person's information, you talk to them. If you see value in it, follow up. Right. So that's what I, I want to give that just quick drop if I can while I'm live on there. If you meet somebody, your network is your net worth. That's my favorite quote. 
if you see value in them, you call them that night. Say, man, it was a pleasure meeting you, brother. Mm-hmm. You know, let's build something. Yeah, and I think part of it, too, that really helped escalate uh, our relationship and our friendship, it was times where he would be going through some progressions in his mind about something. He'll call me at 12 o'clock at night. Yep. Hey, you got a minute, you still up. And so because we had that real-time type of relationship, whatever was top of mind, uh, he would reach out, and I would appreciate that. And therefore, we'd be up for hours just engaging, talking about strategy, Digging being strategic on different stuff, mm-hmm. trying to work through solutions, and then, boom, it was all preparation for the next leg that we were to face. So it just kind of turns into that, and I yeah. think that's important. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. And how did Life Family Hustle come about? When did you? How long did um, show been in? existence well we got this young lady who's in charge of all that right she tell us what to do oh okay <laughs> well at least you listen yeah most men don't, we don't mind being accountable okay we could be submissive too in our <laughs> own right okay uh but it, it came organically though okay like, like it really came organically so so Derek kind of had already kind of dropped the seed on on, on having a show right mm-hmm. uh so and as him dropping that seed some time went on, went by, right? Mm-hmm. So, so him and I was like, man, we should have a show. And then it triggered to him like that. I already dropped the seed over yeah, here. Yeah, you know, let's just jump out here and do it. And that's I want to give uh, another drop. Every, this whole show gonna be drops, a whole lot of mm-hmm. drops. Okay, we dropping jewels as we go. <laughs> yeah. um, if you if you want to do something, act on it. So the day we said we wanted to do a show, we lined up that night for the show to start next week. That's mm-hmm. it. <laughs> that, 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 that's it. When when your want becomes a need. That's when you succeed. Yeah. And we said, look, let's stop talking. We're about that work. Let's get it that's, done. Let's, let's call do the station it. and let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely don't believe in waiting. I think it's but against my do religion. Them. Yeah. yeah. If I want, I'm going to do it. Like, if I say yeah. it, it's going to happen. Yeah, because otherwise it turns into procrastination. I mean, yeah. a lot of people have a lot of creativity, have a big imagination, but they never move. You know, a young lady on my team uh, is from Cameroon, uh-huh. and she used to say this all the time to me. Dedic, people... I like wheelbarrows. If you don't pick them up and push, they will never move. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the reality of most people. They don't move, and therefore they don't have relationships in their life to pick them up and push them so they can move. So most people just become stuck, and then they live average and mediocre lives, and we go through that cycle where we want more, feel like we deserve more, but we don't accomplish more. Yeah. You know what, though? I think people, uh, the word people use is plan. Man, I got to plan it. Yeah, to me, I don't understand the plan. Okay, so some things, right, you do got to go from A through True. C, right? But I think most in life, it's going to change anyway. Yeah. So the idea is if you want to do something, start what it is that you're doing. And if anything changes throughout, then through the you got to change and, and it. Make but I don't think yeah. you need to plan it out from A yeah. through Z because life don't work that way. Absolutely. You uh-huh. know, I read an article uh, some time ago, and the question was, how do I know God's will for my life? Mm. Right now, I can't wait to hear this. All answer. right, <laughs> the, res- the, the response was if it's not sinful, make your decision, and God's will for your life will be defined as you make it. So that means, hey, look, I'm thinking about taking this job or taking this other job. Well, that decision is not a sinful decision, just make one, mm. and you will know when you got there whether or not it was the wise decision or not, or whether or not you should go back and do whatever you do. Sometimes we, we kind of take that road of not making a decision. And, and hide it behind planning, Facts. but really it's just procrastination. Oh, yeah, yeah, Facts. true, definitely. So tell everybody a little bit about your show. Um, I know it airs Sundays at 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. What, what do you talk about? Do you have guests or? Traditionally, we we don't, we did not. I'm going to say we don't. We did not have guests only because Derek and I, uh, 
are super, super busy, right? And we in tune with, with where we are in life. And throughout the week, our journey, people always ask us a lot of questions. So sometimes if we don't have time to ask, we ask you to just tune into the show so we can talk about it. Mm -hmm. So that's why I say traditionally, no, we have had guests uh, in the last few shows. But our true goal is is, is to, to grow this thing to be uh, bigger than just a, a have a show with guests. I mean, we want to literally turn this into a life-changing moment for people in the community. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And a couple show topics, effective communication. I mean, because when you talk about life, family, and business, you know, if you're not an effective communicator, things break down. So All typically, because oftentimes in relationships or even in business, we kind of fall apart because one party is saying we just don't understand each other. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we got to talk about that. Uh, finding your purpose and your passion and being able to start a business. What's keeping you from doing that? Um, all those things, we kind of just give a real life play by play scenario and dialogue to be able to let folks know, like you, you're not living this life by yourself. We all got a storyline. It's just mm -hmm. packaged a little different. That's right. Yeah, pretty That's right. much. Right. right. Yeah. You can never judge a book by its cover because you never know what people are going through, what they experience. Absolutely. And you, um, as what uh, BJ said, you do got to concentrate on the why because oftentimes we miss the why mm -hmm. and only are concerned with what's happening mm -hmm. now when that's just the that's mm -hmm. just the surface of it Absolutely. but the why is why you get the reaction that, so it. you have to pay attention to the people's why and, 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 and dive into and that's that. what's gonna keep you motivated and going you know i have two boys my son's uh seven what's and that? ten what you call them the cool kids <laughs> I love it. I love it. they Still, keep I me humble it. it's funny sometimes <laughs> because you get mad at them for the stuff that you need to be mad at yourself because they act just like you, you. gotta yeah. tell me you know so sometimes <laughs> that anger needs to turn into a smile because you like slim you remind me of myself it's all good yeah. keep it moving that's all i do is laugh at my daughter because <laughs> it is it comes to a point where it's like like you said you can't even say nothing that's you it. see yourself at that exact moment yeah so it's just always funny to me how old is she my daughter's twenty. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You see that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You see that? Big, big disparity. And uh, but to my <laughs> to my point about the why, you know, not having a father growing up and growing up with a single mother, it's important for me to give them all the attention that they deserve yeah. because yeah. I didn't have that. So yeah. I go so hard, hustle so hard, and, and work extremely hard to get to the top and be the best because I want to get them the quality of life that I didn't have. Yeah. And that's important. So I don't need a text message from somebody. I don't need an email. I don't need a phone call saying, let's go, let's go, let's go. I already know where I'm trying to go because their lives are at stake, and that's important. Know what that noise you know, is. you know what Derek? <laughs> I know I heard it too. It's cool. It's cool. You know what Derek just said that was that was that, that was dope. Like, you really gotta, you really gotta strive for greatness. Like, who don't want to be the best at what they do? Yeah. So, so that's that's what when you talked about what drives me, that's what drives me. Like, some people just don't know how to say that they want to be the best at whatever right. they want to yeah. do. Yeah, but, but I think we we, we all. Be you shouldn't you shouldn't want to be mediocre. But something happens in life that breaks that down, right? My my some, kids are, are seven and ten. Yeah. My seven year old thinks he's a superhero. Yeah. He would jump off the top of the step, <laughs> he would jump out the tree. And so he has but mad I think, confidence. I think experience is what breaks it down, right? Because mm -hmm. I was talking to someone recently, um, and they were talking about their childhood and, you know, how they felt that their parents could have been different, but then when you look at them and their children, you're like, well, you ain't do a better job than your mama that, That's did. my point. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like you can, because I know I go, even now, like I go through phases of that where it's almost like, 
well, I know I'm dope, but nothing really dope is happening right yeah. now, right? So I think the experience can break you down yeah. because, like you said, all kids are very, yeah. for the most part, confident. Like yep. 80% of kids just think they're the bomb. Yeah. You can't tell them nothing. That's how they carry themselves. That's how they act. And then as you get older, something happens. Yeah, something it's happens. Like these, these experiences uh, yeah. that, can break it. you down. Whether it's a bad relationship, whether you got terminated from a job and got disappointed, mm-hmm. um, whether it's just an injury that prevented you from going to the next level, all those little things got to be defined as factors and get back right. on the right horse. But that's why I think therapy for children is important. Yes. I started out a little later with my daughter, but I wish I would have did it a lot sooner because oftentimes you view something like your life is your perception. Mm-hmm. He may think your life is one thing, but you feel like your life is another thing, mm-hmm. right? And so that's exactly how it is growing up. Your parents may think that they did a great job, but you on the other hand is like, nah, you ain't right. you ain't do too good yeah, in that. Like true. you didn't love me the way I wanted to be loved. And then sometimes parents will say that you was a hard child to love, mm-hmm. right? So in that instance, I think that that therapy is important, whether it's traditional therapy mm-hmm. or untraditional therapy, where you just have a life coach or whatever it yeah. is. But I just think kids really need it. So when they are 25 or 35, they're not still mad at you. Absolutely. Because it's something they, did, they didn't communicate. Like I have a friend now, she's like 38. She's still mad at her parents. It's like, <laughs> girl, you're 38. Yeah. At some point, you should have dealt with that Absolutely. because yeah. your anger is rolling off on your children. You yeah. can see it every day. Well, well, adults need it too, yeah. adults, adults need it too. But I think because with the kids, some parents don't feel like they owe their children explanations. I was a teen mom, so for me, I, me and my daughter just a little different. So I just say whatever I want and we talk how we talk. But I think for some parents where it's the I'm the parent, you're the child, yeah. you don't tell me type. Those people are definitely ones that need counseling because they already don't have a relationship with their parents, right? Because if your parent is always telling Telling you what you ain't going to do. That's and perspective again. Don't get me going deep in this conversation. Go ahead. Because that's we your perspective time. because of how you <laughs> raise your daughter. Because one could easily say that's the complete opposite that, no, you need counseling because you shouldn't have that type of relationship with your child. Right, right. No, no. But what I'm saying is it as an adult, right? Because I know, I know girls that had two parents' homes but didn't have a relationship with her father. So she still, in turn, turned out to be someone that didn't have a father in her house right Uh but even though the father was in your house Uh but because you didn't have that one-on-one relationship that father-daughter bond you still turned out to be somebody that didn't have a father in their household so that's what i mean i know what you because mean. I just wanted to say that no 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 <laughs> true though true right because i mean her father and i have a different perspective on it i'm not one of those parents that think my daughter is my friend because mm-hmm. even though we're close in age i don't want to be her friend like she wouldn't even be somebody i would want to be friends with but at the same token it's like you have to have that open communication because it's different for kids right now. Not open communication as, oh, girlfriend, you do this, you do that. No. But if they are feeling sad or some it. type of way, they need to be able to come yeah. and speak to you. Yeah. Um, Here's my therapy drop. Here's my therapy drop. So so if you if somebody if you ask somebody, you know, how many times you got to go to the doctor a year? They say, I go for my annual checkup. That's mm-hmm. once a year. You say, well, how many times you go to a dentist a year? You say, well, I go every six months to get my teeth checked out. Mm-hmm. Well, how many times do you go to a therapist or a psychiatrist? Mm-hmm. They look at you like you're crazy. Right. So society has never taught some cultures, and especially, especially my culture, ours. black culture and, and, and inside the city. 
they've never taught us that we should go get our brain checked out. Yeah. We should never, we've never been taught that. Yeah. So that's something that I always introduce to, to my youth and young adults. Like you have to have that that mind talk. Right. You go to the dentist, you go to the doctor, but the reality is your mind controls the feeling in your teeth mm -hmm. and the feelings in your body. Yeah. And you never have it checked out. Because like you said, per perception, is, perception mm -hmm. is reality at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And you could... This experience could be one way for you and I could yeah. feel a whole different way. Absolutely. So your mind is an organ just like your abs or whatever mm -hmm. it is. And like you said, you have to work it out. So, yeah, therapy is not the one of the key points in mm -hmm. African-American community because for some people, it's, uh, it's almost like, oh, you know, you ain't, you know, that That's ain't nothing. That's because they throw mental health on us. You know, right. we, we've been we've been taught that going to see a therapist or a psychiatrist is negative yeah, right like oh that little boy he goes he goes see a therapist yeah. ah yeah when it's not that but that's mm -hmm. that's that's culturally how that we've been taught so uh we gotta just like most things you know like yeah. family hustle just like most things we just got to break the cycle and that's oh, right yeah, we, we, we gotta we gotta subsidize for the lack of by having productive relationships in our lives yep. i mean it's really really important to do that i know we had did a segment on communication and, and one of the pieces in the communication was understanding your love language right we know, oh yeah we know, what's yours uh mine is a, is affection and words of affirmation yeah right? mine is affirmation okay guys so for the dropout there gary chapman is the author of the five love languages yeah. powerful because you can be in a relationship not even with a male female female whatever even with case a friend be, even with a child yeah and so if you have a child that's highly affectionate wants you to to hug him and kiss him when he walked through the door or whatever the case may be and the other child really could care less and keep it moving he just wants you in the house you could be sending wrong signals and messages to your child and realize later why you not getting no mileage yeah mm -hmm. you know because yep. a lot of times every relationship there's a median point where they can be some type of chemistry there and if that's not happening we got to evaluate what's broken down right here so we can fix it and sometimes it's just that and yep. you got to remove yourself um into the matter of it's okay like people beat themselves up when stuff don't work out mm -hmm. but at the end of the day it's mm -hmm. really okay mm -hmm. you know everybody makes mistakes nobody's perfect get over it and fix what it is yeah because things are just going to get out of control um when we come back i want to have you guys chime in on a couple of hot topics the phone number is because somebody was calling in but i did want you guys to get your backgrounds done before we started taking a phone call. Sure. So the number is 703-560-8255. Again, that phone number is 703-560-8255. Call in um, if you are only following us on Facebook. Call while we are talking, not while the music are playing, because I got to follow a format. We'll be right back right after this. DJ, DJ. Your bun up in the oven of another chick. Now you got a couple kids by a couple chicks. Got them papers, now you up against the government. You ain't want the covenant, but now look at the one you in. Now they cuffing you, and it don't matter if you cuffing them. I'ma tell you, get it popping with a ton of chicks that have a problem when it ain't no fathers in a bunch of cribs. You say I sound like a hater, but what's funny is if I'm a hater, what I'm supposed to tell you if I love you then? I just wanna see you go, see you go. I just wanna see you grow, wanna see you hit your goals. But if you never knew love before, I can see how you be thinking I be hating on the low, on the low. If they never knew love, they can hate you on the low, on the low, on the low. What if what you call love's really hating on the low? Uh. 
I could've told you let that chopper loose Man, that's his fault, he should be watching who he talking to Gassing you to mash him like That's how you let him talk to you? Then sat up in my mansion with the fan while they was locking you Ain't nobody locked with you The squad that you was on don't keep a dollar on the phone So you can't even put no holler through Swear to God they rock with you Same kind of dude that made you feel soft And keeping your cool like you ought to do A lot of dudes will try to pull the devil out of you I promise you I'm just trying to speak to the God in you And they gon' tell you I'm a hater But what's funny is if I'm a hater What I'm supposed to tell you if I love you then I just wanna see you go. See you go. I just wanna see you grow. Wanna see you hit your goals. But if you never knew love before, I can see how you be thinking I be hating on the low. On the low. If they never knew love, they can hate you on the low. On the low. On the low. What if what you call love's really hating on the low? Uh. I could've told you you was broke, kinda please Know if you ain't rockin' knees, you a joke Droppin' knees, only language I can speak is you slow Follow me, I'm what you should try to be You should go, get your hands on the brick Whether weed or some coke, white or green They can either hit the trees or the slopes Or for the love of money and the green Sell them both and why you in the mood to sell Sell your dreams and your hopes What if I just wanna see people grow And I believe if you ain't planted in Jesus, you won't and if that makes me a hater, what's funny is I don't know what I'm supposed to tell you if I love you then I just wanna see you go, see you go. I just wanna see you grow, wanna see you hit your goals But if you never knew love before I can see how you be thinking I be hating on the low On the low If they never knew love, they can hate you on the low On the low On the low what if what you call love's really hating on the law? Hey, what's up, Sonny? Can you tell us the gospel again? <laughs> of course I can. All right, you guys take a seat. But this time, start all the way from the beginning. All right, I'll start all the way at the beginning, just for you, at Genesis. You ready? Okay. God created man and gave him his commandment, sat him in his garden with everything he planted, said, this is all yours, son, one that you can have it. All except for this one, cause that one's just for daddy The devil steps up in it right away with his deception Said you can be a god if you just taste it, it's amazing You won't die, God's alive, throwing shade in his direction That small seed of doubt forms a change in his perception See if he had nothing, he'd appreciate that one thing God gave him everything, but he's focused on that one tree Sin is here, in his fear, he covered up in head He covered up in leaves, God covered him with skin Hold that thought, let's fast forward to Abel and Cain Two brothers in the same field, playing they lame. See, Cain tended the ground, Abel tended the sheep. Covering to 
Today's hottest topics, keeping me up to date. Covering today's hottest topics, keeping me up to date. I love it. When misunderstood or considered this radio. And Moses tells him God said it, but he still ain't want to free him. So God tells Moses, here's the plan, pay attention. Tell my people they gon' need a land without a blemish. One day you gon' get it, but for now you just kill it, take it home. Smear its blood on the doorpost of the entrance. See, Israel's my firstborn, and Israel's been taken. If you don't let follow at Consider This on all social media platforms, and while you're at it, like our Facebook page. Hey guys, we are back. You are tuned in to Consider This Radio only on WEBR Radio Fairfax. Right now, I am here with the men of Life Family Hustle, BJ and DJ. And we're going to get their input on a couple of hot topics that are floating around on (laughs) internet right now. So we're going to lighten it up just a little bit. Okay, so now... You know, I know black men don't cheat, but in the very few instances where they do, (laughs) there was a lady that was out in, uh, uh, I think this was Philly, where she ended up catching her husband cheat, and she punished him by making him lie naked. Oh, excuse me. This was actually in Columbia. She made Mm -hmm. him lie naked on top of the Mm -hmm. car in order to humiliate him. So being as though black (laughs) men don't cheat, because we know y'all don't cheat. So have you had any friends that had something really random happen to them when they got caught on cheating or anything that was just like, this broad is crazy? I guess before that, what was was the husband's response to that request for for Oh no, he got on the car. It's a picture of him on a car. In, yeah. in the middle of the street, mm-hmm. yeah, he, he yeah, went I on and did it. it. I seen it. That was his restitution. <laughs> and back. Yeah, yeah, that's restitution. Is he? I'm, I'm leaving, or you gonna do this and embarrass yourself? Was that how that went? Pretty much. I mean, to sum it up, pretty much that's the way that it works. Um, so she wanted some to of the footage, him. yeah, it was actually a video footage. Um, it actually showed him laying on cross of the car. Um, and in some footage, he was also seen knocking on the driver's window and scrubbing the front windshield. So she really wanted to Extreme. humiliate him. Yeah, yeah. Do you know anybody that had something random what? happen to them before? I let him ask you that because I wanted to say something to how you presented that question. I'm, 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 I'm. <laughs> so, so, so the humiliation. What, what does that do? I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm try- assuming it's because she was humiliated uh, by what he did. Okay, okay. So it's almost like the Tick videos that's coming with kids, <laughs> um, like the father that was driving alongside of the kid that had to walk to school. You right, know, people right, are just right. doing anything right, now. Right. So that was what she felt. She felt like she cheated. And I know I may be wrong for this, but I believe that in my experience, when people cheat anyway, the spouses take them back together. So if I'm going to take you back together, this is just going to be a way I'm going to just punish you for cheating yeah, on Yeah, because I don't think that changes her emotions, right? Whether he went out and did that, her emotions of that hurt and that pain of what happened, that's not going to go away because of his act of... Okay, I'm humiliated. You humiliated too, mm-hmm. and so I, I don't know what good that that would do because she still it probably just do, made her feel better, which yeah. is temporary. It's completely temporary. Yeah, I just I wanna I wanna draw as a person who used to be a habitual cheater. 
<laughs> in my previous relationship. It's nothing you can do to. It's nothing you can do at that point to to make it better. Like that, if that person wanted to cheat, they're going to cheat. I mean, that 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 spouse who's wanting you to do something to humiliate you. That's it's not going to stop me from doing what I really wanted to do anyway. Mm-hmm. So I think you just learn how to do it better. That's what I think. Yeah, it's, it's a choice. It's yeah, a I choice. think growing up, like as a child, especially when my mom was alive, I knew how I knew what to do enough to get in trouble mm-hmm. to where the teacher wouldn't call. Or you know, my <laughs> aunt really wasn't tripping too much because again, I, I finessed. I knew I was the king of finessing. My cousins still call me slick to this day because <laughs> I just knew how yeah. I did enough. Which I got in trouble, but I did enough not to get caught. Yeah. So so let's go. We could use that example since mm-hmm. that's the baseline for this conversation, right? D- don't you think it would be more productive if they sat down? Obviously, we talked about third-party counseling, et cetera, yeah, yeah, to yeah. identify why what was it that drove me to do that? Because <laughs> there should be some accountability on both sides. So now we're going to take away from the topic. So let's just go ahead and go where you go. <laughs> yeah. I want to go there. Yeah. We'll have to worry about the rest of these. So <laughs> me personally, I I personally believe you should always be checking in. Right? Absolutely. Like, and then that moment where a we both feel like we're about to commit to each other. Yeah. I need to know what that looks like. What does a commitment to you look like? And I think you should have these conversations often. I don't Absolutely. think it should often. just be like often. Not often. every day, because I'm not a nagger. Because uh-huh. I don't want nobody nagging me. Okay. So but I in the normal course people. of your life and your relationship, we right. should be engaged. And then, like, if we're if we live together, every thirty days we should check in with money, what our next month goals. I think you should have goal setting in relationships because I think once you should still have your individual goals, but you still need couple goals because that's how you grow apart from each other. Yeah. If you two are not on the same playing field, I'm going to surpass you if I have all of these individual goals and we're not looking forward towards nothing together. Absolutely. Like, so I think that should be something going forward. I definitely think they should have talked about it. Like at <laughs> one point, yeah. I don't believe in talking to somebody about the same stuff every day. Cause I'm very dismissive. So if I tell you something once and I may tell you again, depending on how much I rock with you. But after that second time, if you're not really showing me that you're going to do different, then clearly that's what you want to do. And I accept people for where they are at yeah. that very day. And make right? your decision to move. Right. You so, a Leo Virgo? No, I'm Pisces. Oh, oh that's worse. We're the best. Yeah, as, as males. But anyway. No, um, the males. <laughs> Wait a minute. You must be a Pisces male. No, no, oh, I'm no. Pisces men suck. They are full of it. They're very ambitious because Martin Luther King was a Pisces, but uh, no. I, I want to I wanna drop that since we went down the street, right, on that conversation. So you started off saying um, since black men don't cheat, right? Well, that's what y'all I, say. I'm just supporting y'all. You right. You right. Let's, <laughs> let's stay there. I'm so, trying to support. I'm so, outnumbered so, today, so, so I got to support you, Kings. You know what I'm saying? As a, as a man <laughs> who, who's, who's married, happily married, and my wife has a lot of friends, right? I listen to a lot of conversations, and I, as me being a person who know countless amounts of people, I got a huge network, I listen to a lot of people. What I found, um, and I'm just going to be honest, what I found that is, is in this area that we live in, it seems, it appears, and it sounds as if women are cheating more than men. Oh, yes. Um, and it's scary to me sometimes when I hear it. So, so when I hear young ladies, and I'm not talking about you in, in specific, but just because we, we went down the street talking about it, uh, when I pe- hear people say, oh, men are uh, cheaters, men are dogs, I'd be like, yeah, I listen to it like, maybe we do cheat. But it's way more women that Way more I women cheaters. <laughs> I believe that. I never men. cheated because I keep it a buck. If I'm not feeling you, I'm going to tell you, you why. never cheated ever? Never. I don't feel the need to because... 
again, once I express it, we're going to be done. It's time to break up. I what am I cheating for? So, so you're, you're saying you're paying attention to your emotions so much so if I feel the urge to go there, it's a reason. So, therefore, that reason is strong enough. But we can just break this off. We so haven't established you. what you mean between is, you and the existing relationship. Yes. So, what's you, cheating in her, though? Because we haven't established what cheating is to you. For me, cheating... You mean me doing it yeah, or a man doing it no, to me? Right now, you, because you said you never cheated, which blows my Cheating mind. Cheating is sexual. To you. To you. To but you. Th this is the reason why I never cheated. I don't put myself in that situation. No, you never cheated to your standards. No, I never cheated, period. No, to your standards. Because you said cheating to you is having sex. And intimacy. So, I now, this happened to me before. So, I had a guy that we were going through a bunch, but... He had a lot of emotional. To me, intimacy, cheating is the worst. Like that whole where the girl know who you are. She know what time you go to work. Like even if he didn't have sex with her, to me, that person knows way too much about me. Like if you cheating, you shouldn't be talking about me while you cheating. So I don't like that. But I don't put myself in a situation. Like I never put myself in a situation to cheat on somebody, whether that is in business, so because, you know, during this, you meet people, you do that. But I know how to cut it off. Like, you kind of know when somebody is crossing the line a little bit when you're in a relationship. Yeah, so are you saying you've been in a relationship with someone and you've met someone outside of that relationship? He invited you to dinner and you guys went to dinner and then engaged and clearly he was flirting. That doesn't cross the line of you cheating on your existing relationship. No, yeah, that, that would. That would. But yes. if that happened to me, I would go tell my dude, like, yeah, this wasn't the intent right. of the dinner engagement. Well, I'd be like, you know what, so-and-so. But, you know, the only the contradiction to that is when you do that, then the person doesn't never want you around that person again. Because to that person, the level of cheating is different. That's right. what I was getting at. Right. So your your level of cheating is is, is the intimate part and of cheating. And sex. But to some to some people, I'm not even going to say... you like, why you didn't tell me you was going out with yeah, her from the get-go? You should have told me that at first. <laughs> well, no, I would say that. Like, especially with doing... The summer is my busiest season because uh -huh. I have events, maybe six events a month, and then I do radio, right? Mm -hmm. So if I'm in a relationship with somebody, I will let them know, hey, I'm meeting Johnny, and we're going to talk about T-shirts because I do that too. Okay. So then if I get there and I feel uncomfortable, I'll be like, yo, you know, this fool was a little, came at me a little sideways. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to cut that yeah. off, <laughs> or I would have you deal with it if I was I in I that type you. of situation. Yeah. But I love, like how you said earlier, my intentions are always clear. You always yeah. know what it is that I'm trying to do. Yeah. Unless I meet somebody in like a work type of environment, then I think I... got to be careful. You got to be careful because mm -hmm. even if I think somebody is flirting with me that I meet at a community event, I can't text you and just be like on your line. Like that way, the intentions are not clear. But yeah. in my everyday life, my intentions are always very clear because I don't play games. Like I don't want nobody playing with me yeah. and I'm not going to play with you. And I think to, to, to your point, the transparency that you have out of respect for that relationship to have those discussions are very, very important. But I think it's also the transparency for myself. Right. So I'm a keen believer on I treat people how I want to be treated. At the end of the day, what nothing I do is about another person. Mm -hmm. It's about how I would feel if that was done to yeah. me. That's just how I carry things. Yeah. So I always make sure I am walking in a, in a clear light and in a transparency light, because I want that energy back. Like, I'm a firm yeah. believer in energy. So I like giving it off. So yeah. hopefully I'll get it back. You don't yeah. always get it back, but that's yeah. my intention. Because you'll have split personalities in a relationship. Oh, right? yeah, Not you Not always do. split. It changes. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Your personality changes. Yeah. You know, we've both been in, in relationships for a long time. Mm -hmm. I know for a fact, I, I, 
a lot of things have changed in me in the last 15 mm-hmm. years in my relationship. Mm-hmm. So that I think sometimes, like you said, you said something key too. Um, you got to set that that expectation, but some people are not always honest. They're some not. Some people would say they would go straight <laughs> to the cheating. They're like, oh, <laughs> if you cheat on me, that's, I mean, if, if you have sex, that's cheating. Mm-hmm. When they really want to say, if you have sex, that's cheating. If you give your number, you cheating. If you give, if you if you flirting in, in the hallway, it's cheating. If you write down a note and if you if somebody give you something, to cheat. Like you got to really, you got to have those conversations. Yeah, like why you hug them like that? And yeah, the picture you was all your head, your arm all <laughs> right. Them, like, you and then I think in in turn, <laughs> you it. should know who you're dealing with. Like Kevin Gates is one I interviewed with him before, and it was so weird because he I did like not Kevin. touch women. Uh-huh. He would not touch a woman. That's he part don't of his want you. Too. Yeah, uh-huh. and he don't want you close to him. So I think sometimes, especially in this day and age because people are so sensitive you do have to have those check-ins not the nagging right but when we're establishing something you need to have a meaty conversation on about what does that look like just like the commitment right so you will want to have a partner that can also communicate the same thing because if i i I could be doing something that you don't like but you never i just exactly had a terrible argument a week ago about this but i could be doing something that you don't like but you never told me what it is that you don't like but you're holding me accountable for all of these things that you never and then it'll come up later in the wrong context it came up later in the wrong context that's what happened that's the end of us at this point because it was just like (laughs) how you know like how can you look at me every day well, not feel, even every day, but yes. Well, I'm just I saying, you look at me, saying. we engaged enough. Well, right. this has been in the back of your mind, and you haven't released that. Especially when you have deep feelings. Yeah. So it turned out to be that this person cared for me in a way I didn't know that they did, because I figured, I call him like a tin man. To me, that's what he act. He act like a tin man. So when Define he that ex- for me, please, real quick. Qualify. A tin man is just somebody mm-hmm. that just, oh, nothing bothers me. You know, we're here. I'll see you when I see you type of deal. But then I had this whole conversation and find out you was the lion in the, in the, um, and I'm like, you never, I never even knew you felt that way. So I think communication for me and me and my sister just talked about this. This is key. June 28th. Yeah, that's our <laughs> workshop, Communication Mastery. Y'all because need to go to it, their workshop, yeah. especially the men. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's important. And I think oftentimes because we're so guarded, we have a lot of barriers up for whatever reason, not just men, but women too. And because folks been hurt a lot previously, too they much. bring a lot of those things into a relationship. And it hinders a lot, man. We talk about that often. Communication is just like anything else. It's learned behavior. Oh, yeah. So if you've never been taught it, why would you? And, and then look, it's hard for people to break it. That word yeah. expectation. Do you know how powerful that word really is? Do you put expectations on people? I put them and I provide them. Okay. Once I see a value or a love in our relationship, I tell a person, you know, I, I appreciate it that, that you are always there when I answer. I mean, when I call, because when you don't answer, I feel this. Oh, man, I really I'm thankful yeah. to have you in my life because when this happens and we connect, these things happen. And when they don't. I fail. Now you got you got to give people that information. You know, if they don't, they don't validate where where you stand in a, in a relationship. Like I can just use Dirk for example. I make sure that he know how important it is that him and I talk. You know how important it is that when we talk, it's, it's a confidentiality in there. Uh, it's, it's a it's a level of accountability in there, and we understand that what's the next step. Like you you gotta you gotta have those conversations with people, and they gotta be effective, communicated. Yeah, and, and and I think I think you know for me I we could kind of speak upon business because I have a business I'm in network marketing so I have thousands of people in my organization, 
And people come in and do, and people come in and they don't. And so, therefore, I got to discipline my disappointments, right? So, mm-hmm. I, I really don't have any expectations on a new person until they show me otherwise. Mm-hmm. And then the expectations start to change. And mm-hmm. I think oftentimes we do go into relationships and friendships and business with these grandiose expectations, and which are setups for disappointments. As mm-hmm. long as we're clear and we can communicate where we are and where this is going, we should be you know, on our P's and Q's and making sure we can meet that. Otherwise, there's no value. Right. Mm. It's like almost what's the point? Exactly. And I like to sort that quickly. And I appreciate you, you know, sharing your transparency (laughs) on how that goes down for you because that transparency. No, no, hold on. I'm sorry. It don't always go down that way because people (laughs) don't want to have the conversation. But in my mind, like in my ideal world, that's what I would like to But you got to sort it out quickly then because if it ain't happening, it ain't going too far. Very quickly. Based on the type of temperament that you have. Yeah, Yeah. very quickly. Because I'm a communicator too. I'm not a texter. I mean, I, I text for exchange of information, but I, but I don't like to sit down and engage and have a, a conversation. Oh my God, don't you hate that? Yeah, like, that, I always tell... That's a smoke screen. The women that I know do not argue with somebody on, on text message. Not at all. Message. Too much gets misunderstood. And then you don't... I'm, I may be reading it how I think you say Very much, yeah. Ain't no may. But that ain't... You will be reading it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, that's not even maybe what that... Just like Sade, I gotta apologize to her because she sent me the thing about the artist and she was like, oh, just the FYI then from... Um, Trinidad, no, Jamaica, not Trinidad. And I was like, well, I know where she's from, but I didn't mean it. So I apologize mm-hmm. to you about that if it seemed like really bitchy, mm-hmm. in other words. But sometimes you do have to just pick that phone up. Absolutely. Like you said, make that initial conversation. That's it. And then everything else we can follow up via text yeah. message. Because I don't want to talk. I had to talk all day. I don't yep. want to talk on the phone all the time. But I think when things are important, you do have to Here's my text iron drop. that out. Here's my text drop. We dropping Jews. If it's content, it can be as long as it need to be on a text. If it's conversational, no more than a sentence or two. Mm-hmm. If I have more than a two sentence on a text, then I need to call you. Basically. Yeah. But if it's content, <laughs> if it's if it's content, I get it. Content can be, it can be long Anything. because it's just something for you to hold on to to look at as content. Mm-hmm. Notes, yeah. But if it's a conversation. There's yeah. no way that I should yeah. have a book conversation. That's yeah. and I say the same <laughs> thing. Text message or email. It's an I exchange of information, not yeah. a conversation. Right. And you qualify that. Right. You get misunderstood, especially if you're talking to someone. They're not using emojis and yeah. things like that to qualify yeah. the tone. Right. Because you miss tone in words. Right. And, and that plays a big part. Because if I tell somebody, man, you stupid, man. If I say that to you with that tone, it's gonna come across the wrong way. Mm-hmm. But if I send you a text, man, you so stupid with some emojis with smiley faces, mm-hmm. you're not gonna take it that strong. So right. we're missing that part of it. We're gonna break down tone and right. tenure. Right, that's not in the text. Yeah. yeah, tone and tenure. That's why I just like getting a. I like just getting that initial conversation out the way, and then yeah. we can do everything else. And just be clear on the phone. I mean, text or email, because you just get lost in translation. You're gonna miss something. Yeah. You probably still didn't answer my question. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like that's let's why just my have wife. Shout out, shout out to Mika. I know she probably listening. Shout out to my wife. So that's why she like using um, what's the joint called, um. Marco Polo. So so she used it as a text, a form of a text. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's and a, it, audio message, but too. Yeah, or audio message, mm-hmm. perfect. Because you can actually get and hear what a, how a person is saying it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Versus just texting, you know. So, I, you know, I hate it, but I use it just to say I love her. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I think those are... Um, 
I just think everybody needs an iPhone. Then I can just uh, FaceTime. Like, I don't understand why I got to download Emo or Imo and all of these other joints. Just get you an iPhone so we can call it a day. But yeah, that all of that is definitely important. I definitely want to talk about um, some of your upcoming events, like your event on June 28th. And um, anything else that you have going on before we get into the um, what men want topic. But we're going to talk about your communication. Um, what's the name of it? Is it a conference? Or a yeah, seminar? Communication Mastery, Understanding Personality Types, June 28th at the Courtyard Marriott uh, in Largo. Okay. And uh, that's a Friday night, right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah, a Friday night. Yeah, the 29th yep. is Saturday. Yep, the event's going to be 7 to 10 o'clock. And, Wait, uh, we're going to talk about it. Okay, gotcha. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back right oh, after yeah, this. Cool. Don't you guys go anywhere. Right. The number here again is 703-560-8255. Again, if you are only following on Facebook, make sure you call while we are talking, not while the music I playing. Whether you have an Obama phone, Sprint, Metro PCS, your minutes are free. So there is no reason why this phone should not be jumping off the hook. All right. Up next, we're going to be talking about the communication. I said workshop. Communication mastery workshop. Mastery workshop on June 28th. Don't you go nowhere. Why you asking about X, Y, Z? Why you worry about who me? Who's to the right of my SUV? It's none of your, none of your, none of your beans. Calling my girls to check where I've been. If you needed to know, i drop a pin. Keeping to yourself really ain't nothing. But you can't, you can't let me live. You put on a show. Cause you don't want the world to know. That you lost the girl who got Put me on the slight bench, have me switching my plans Can't worry about the past, seeing you out here holding hands 
I should've known that was coming. I know a few that done done it. By my lonely when they see me round town. I'm all business, no feelings, not now. Hi, this is Angela Gale from Black T-Shirt Campaign, and you're tuned in to Consider This. Our story will unfold the greatest contributions of African-American men and women that took place on this day. And it's up next. Radio only on WEBR Radio Fairfax. And up next, we're gonna talk with <laughs> they over there cutting up. Up next, we're gonna talk about the communication mastery workshop on June 28th. So let people know what can they expect from that. How can you register? Yeah. And give us a couple of jewels from it. Yeah, so June 28th in Largo, Maryland on a Friday night, 7 to 10 o'clock uh, PM. Uh communication mastery will be of the content of our time. I mean, listen, we all got to become great at communication, whether that's in our lives, family, or in business. I mean, it's really important to avoid misunderstandings, assumptions, judgments, uh, and all those things. So we kind of use a, a different play. We break personalities down into four seasons, winter, spring, summer, fall, 
Now you know how to talk to them all. We kind of take a personality assessment. Then we break each individual personality group into little buckets of quadrants where they can go dialogue. And then we're going to come back and just dig down so folks can leave better effectively communicating to family, friends, associates, business, et cetera. So you can go to Life Family Hustle uh, on Instagram and Facebook, get some registration information, and uh, we'd love to see you there. And I just want to add, it's it's going to be a fun, interactive, life-changing moment. Like, people always say, man, I wish I had an a, um, a outlet or a conference or a workshop that I can attend, but but I can't because of this. And it's normally because it's, it's out of town, it's, it's too many, uh, it's limited limited seats, it's, it's, it's too many barriers stopping you from getting there. This is an easy, around-the-way Friday night that can change your life. So do yourself a favor, come get in the game, and... Um, we be there, man. Drop some serious I'm, I'm excited. Man. Yeah, me too. I'm psyched. I really am. Now, um, I know you said it's so it's gonna be an interactive workshop. Mm-hmm. How is it how important in this day and time is it for things to be interactive opposed to you just giving somebody a book and you really Yeah, it's important. I mean, we go through middle school, high school and, and college not really engaging. And then mm-hmm. we kinda get into society and we're afraid to talk to people. You know, so many times, you know, you, you have some an adult say, I'm shy, I'm not a social person. We weren't born shy. We were all wired to have relationships and be communicated. So we got to kind of break that barrier of getting people comfortable with communicating. So therefore, we'll have better quality friendships, relationships and all those things. So we want to accomplish that in an interactive uh, format. So therefore, people can engage. You know, you're not on the island by yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people, especially in this day and time, it has to be something where they're moving around Absolutely. And, and doing this or doing that. Because if the book is just don't work anymore, it don't I work think at you all. see that in the schools, um, especially with the kids having social media and everything Absolutely. is right here in the palm of your hand. That's it. You got to keep them busy. We're in the visual society, everything is visual. That's mm-hmm. it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I forgot the name. Um, going back to the whole therapy aspect. Oh God, I think it's family voices, family matters. I can't think of this therapy group, but um, my daughter was actually going to them, and I liked them. They, I was actually they ended up closing because they didn't have fun anymore. But I liked them because they were different in regards to it wasn't oh you come in here and you sit on this couch and we're gonna do therapy. Like mm-hmm. they actually went for a walk and went in the store to see how she responded to people. Gotcha. How did she say thank you? All of these little gotcha. things. So I thought that was a really really dope experience. I'm yeah. really mad that they lost their funding because that's a great idea. They though. ended up closing, but it was a really good way. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was. They a closed. Really, Who else like them? Um, <laughs> I haven't met anybody recently like them the rest of the yeah you definitely need you know the owner you know he can be my mentor we uh, yeah (laughs) but a lot of them i just think that was probably the one that she was most engaged in due to the fact that i didn't feel like i was doing therapy because for some kids therapy feel like you're in trouble because you're going to here you're sitting with this person and now i got to tell you all my business absolutely in the world of snitching people don't want to do that anyway (laughs) so even if they feel like they're snitching on themselves they just don't want to do it so i just thought that was a great mindset like they would leave the office and go walk to the ice cream she would see how she responded to people so why did you do this how was your day and you're Mm -hmm. more open to it when Mm -hmm. you feel like things are conversation or more or less absolutely question and answer that's it relationship marketing that's the best marketing man that's yeah. that's that's the words them two words right there relationship marketing mm-hmm. is really what effective communication is all about that's it. so people always uh, assume or they just take that word relationship marketing and think that it's some type of business model mm-hmm. when it's really just a life model mm-hmm. you know you got to be able to leverage 
the relationship that you're having with every person that you meet. And like we said earlier, relationship is not always one that you're laying in the bed with. Right. A relationship is a friend. A relationship right. is a family member, your child, your spouse, your coworker, and your business partner. Mm-hmm. So you gotta you gotta understand that 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 relationship and that that marketing piece is the piece where you say where well how, where's the value and where's the pushing pull yeah. in this relationship. Mm-hmm. It's funny, you know, I, I was on a flight last week coming from Connecticut. You're always on flight, right? <laughs> coming from <laughs> you Connecticut. Give me some of the mouth. Yeah, so I walk. <laughs> so I walk up to the gate. And I'm like, well, good energy, right time. I'm like, I know y'all got first class seat on here for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Don't I look like I deserve to be in first class? Uh, so the lady jokingly said, well, you should have bought a first class ticket. I said, no, because you here. Uh, and she said, boy, take this ticket. Boom, put me in first class. So that was just a mode of mm-hmm. energy, enthusiasm, yeah. right tone, and just taking the shot. Like, if I would have came up there with an ugh face, talking about you, I know, you got a seat for me first class. Like different type of energy, so all those little things, tonality, hey, yeah. posture, body language, facial expression. We're gonna talk all about all hey, that in the yeah. interactive fashion. Can I say something with that? Yeah. So I just had something similar last night. Me and my son was in cold stone, <laughs> in cold stone dirt, and we sitting there right, and we in line. And I'm my, my son has a small, low level um, autism, right? So every time he's around me, I'm trying to teachable moment. So I'm like, so I'm gonna show you how how it is just to be nice, and you never know what you mm-hmm. will get. So we had the line. I told the young lady in front of me. I said, oh, "You got a beautiful smile," and she was like, "So uh, can I help you?" And I was like, "Sure." So you know, we went through the spiel. When we got to the end of the line, y'all, she ain't charging. Nah, she she charged me. She charged me. She gave me my ice cream, his ice cream, and a whole nother one. <laughs> <laughs> so she gave that's me what one. I'm saying. Uh-huh. And she was like, uh, "Have a great that's it, season." Yeah, energy. Know, that, that's it. <laughs> Slim. I'm always getting stuff <laughs> me for free. Too. Me too. All day. I'm looking to get stuff for free. Yeah, <laughs> I think you should feel like you deserve it. I'm yeah. saying it's energy. I like, think it's important too. Because you never know what the other people are going through. Just Absolutely. like that employee at Virginia Beach that went in there and shot yeah. it up. That's why yeah. I always say you're supposed to be nice to the CEO and the janitor. That's right. And everybody in between. And, and nice don't always mean that you're, you know, having too much conversation. Extra, yeah. It's just a point of respect. That, you know what I'm saying? And, Energy. And speaking to people at yeah. all times and saying hello and doing all of these different things. Because they used to something different. Yeah. They go to work expecting for people to get on their nerves. Right. right. And so here you come now being a little more hospitable with your smile and welcoming. They embrace that of totally different. What do you guys think? Um, do you think? Well, of course, I know you're going to say yes. But the, <laughs> the yes. communication mastery program, <laughs> things like that should be in the job market. Right. Mm-hmm. Because we got to We can only assume what happened with this guy. A safe assumption will be. Somebody pissed him off, and they've been pissing him off for a long period of time. And it was just that morning he decided that this is what Mm -hmm. he was going to do for whatever reason, right? So I think these workshops should be in the workplace because you never know what people are going through. And that's in the the colleges and all of that. When you're bringing so much energy together, you just got to be able to break that monotony and be taught how to do it. Because like you said, communication is alert behavior. But in this environment... I don't, you're going to be who we need you to be. Absolutely. And then you can be whoever you want to be after the yeah. fact. And that's important. And that's, that's what we're working on as far as our program yep. long term mm-hmm. to be able to create these type of platforms where we can take it offline into corporate side, mm-hmm. onto the corporate side. We can communicate that way because you might have someone who was just an employee get promoted to uh, a leadership position and their communication style and tactics is terrible. 
And so next thing you know, you just pissed a whole lot of other people off who are already mad you gave them the job, and now you got someone up top because they've been there longer based on seniority, and now you just throwing everything out of whack. Mm-hmm. So right. we got to be able to break that barrier down and transition because it is stages. You talked mm-hmm. about it late earlier. Yeah. And it's also the culture of the, of the establishment. Like you got to really – Man, um, we ain't got to get deep on it, but you got to know where you working and why you work, mm-hmm. like, and who you work for. Mm-hmm. So some companies don't care about that effective communication. Correct. Piece. They but just I, want you here nine to five and sit in that cubicle and do your job. Unfortunately, most of them don't. But I hope with this Virginia Beach incident, it just brings light on it that they are not robots. They are yeah. humans. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. people are humans. People, I know we had uh, another contract I was on. Somebody was sleeping in their car. We couldn't figure out who it was because, one, we didn't know the person's car. But you seen all of the clothes... All of the, like, everything that was in the house was in, and it was a BMW. Gotcha. In this BMW, in the garage of the the building. And so you have to realize that no matter, yes, somebody is in here for a job, Mm -hmm. but life is very time sensitive. That that culture is important. That goes back to the relationship marketing. I want to know my staff and what's going on in their lives. Every last one of them. If somebody loses a loved one and they come to work discouraged or depressed or for whatever reason, that's valuable information. Mm -hmm. And that goes back to real transparency and creating that environment where people can feel safe Mm -hmm. being transparent on what's going on in your life and in your family because otherwise we all are impacted. Mm -hmm. If you can make decisions in your life and it doesn't impact no one but yourself, it's all good. But when the things you do and the way that you move impacts the people around you, you got to pay attention to that. And everything, you know, unless you're living in a bubble, it affects somebody. And like Martin Luther King said, what doesn't affect you directly will affect you Absolutely. indirectly That's so it. you definitely um got to get it together on that end I, I i like to look at things like when it comes to work and i like to see value in people like mm-hmm. when i see somebody i want to know like i asked you at the beginning like when you said uh you was in north carolina i want to know more about you yeah not tree yeah. yeah like what, what what moves you today and if i see you down today it's Every job I ever been at, I pull up on somebody. Man, you not. I can see you not feeling mm-hmm. good today. Come mm-hmm. in, let me holler at you. Mm-hmm. I want to know why. Why you not at your best? Because mm-hmm. in my, and with any of my organizations, if somebody not their best, every person that ever worked with me know this. Mm-hmm. I tell man, just go home, man. Take mm-hmm. care of yourself. Mm-hmm. I see you tomorrow, the next day, because you mm-hmm. would know you would do no justice yeah. for me mm-hmm. or you sitting. Yeah. And then but you then that's the what makes your company special too, yeah. and why people uh, probably want to stay. Mm-hmm. You know, and grow when you can see value in somebody else. Mm-hmm. Because like you mentioned earlier, you don't you don't always see that in jobs. Um, so you do got to definitely take what you can get and, and move forward yep. and just be intentional, even with work. Like mm-hmm. even if you're working somewhere that you hate, be intentional with that. Mm-hmm. I'm here to save up three thousand dollars until it. I get this. That's, That's right. So don't don't go in there upset and mad, mad. because you chose money. to That's do it. the job. That's, That's <laughs> it. You can go do Task Rabbit or Uber it. if you ain't yeah. want to be bothered. Yeah, exactly. But you chose to work at McDonald's, exactly. so you should be here for this amount of time with the intention of knowing that you're only here for a certain amount of time. That's right. Absolutely. I like that. Absolutely. Like I think everything just has to be. Intentional. And it's funny because I used to go to the MVA. And I'd be like, man, these people in here mad. Like, oh, they act God. like they mad. But I went I'm there so recently last week. Government job. I don't know what happened with <laughs> the leadership, but I went there last week. 
I'm like, man, everybody's showing me love. Like, uh-huh. It's different than how I, yeah. I used to be mad going in there. Like, man, I know about the walking this joint. Yeah. Everybody going to have a straight slam yeah. attitude. I in think here. everybody hates Which going, hated going at? to the, the Lago joint. I just went out there and had a good experience. For last real, yeah, year. for real. Yeah, it's better. Ladies, have a wonderful day. I'm, yeah, I'm energy. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Shout out to the They must uh, have had some NBA new team, Yeah, shout out to the NBA <laughs> Lago. Y'all doing yeah. a good job out there. But, and that's interesting, too, that you say that because all government, especially in D.C., I don't know about Maryland, but D.C. government agencies. A lot of times you walk in it's they like feel they make you feel like you're doing something wrong. You're the worst of the worst. Yeah. Can I give an excuse? No, not excuse. The reason. I don't, a reason. <laughs> Again, all three of us, we all say we and and four, the fourth person in here too. I don't want to say her name on the air. But we all we all live off energy, right? Like all of us are big energy people. In the business I do, I just told Mika this, my wife just the other day. I have to be careful because I'm I'm starting to feel as a point. As I speak to so many people in a day, and I get a piece of their soul every time I talk to oh, them. Oh God! Yes. So if I'm getting a piece of so much negativity from from a hundred people in one day, I have to be strong enough to either separate sometimes, mm-hmm. detach myself. But everybody detach myself. But everybody don't have that skill. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we. Yeah. Need oh yeah, to, that's why I quit yeah. nursing. But we need. We, I didn't we, have we, it. The three of us here need to really figure out how to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How yeah. how can we start reaching people to show them how to detach themselves or yeah. step or step away or meditate? Yeah. But I think too the environment because like I said the the new thing I'm on now I don't directly work with the people I'm kind of like on the back end mm-hmm. right but in every other thing I'm at I'm directly with the person and it. It's very hard to detach from that mm-hmm. because I'm normally dealing with someone that's homeless or someone that just got mm-hmm. shot and they're in the hospital. And I'm like, oh, my mm-hmm. God, this is not my life. Mm-hmm. But I'm depressed. I got you. But that's why I had to quit nursing because I couldn't yeah. do even though nursing very good money. I yeah. miss the money sometimes, but I just couldn't do it because I couldn't that detach energy, yeah. myself yeah. from those patients. Yeah, I have a I young lady on my team it. in social work. And, mm-hmm. and recently we had a conversation. And I said to her, you're helping a less fortunate, but you're slowly becoming one. No. The way you act. Powerful. And so you got to manage your environment because you're starting to deteriorate in your sanity. Mm -hmm. And although you're there for income, but what it's doing for you is not good. Mm -hmm. So you got to evaluate that stuff and pay attention. It's important. Mm -hmm. That's why I left my job. That's why I do what I do now. I I got into the field that I am because I said, you know what? I love helping people. And if I sit there and, and, and allow this bad energy to, to hit me every day, this is at my previous job, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going I'm going to retire in a in a worse state of mind. Mm-hmm. 25 years is going to go it by, eats, and I'm going to be upset. Because it starts to impose itself on Fact, you. On yeah. you. And that's, yeah. But, you know, I hate to go back here, but that's even with somebody that you're dating and when you have sex. That's why you have to be intentional with your partners, too, especially the older you get. I guess in your 20s, it don't matter. But in your 30s and you're trying to clean up your 20s, it matters it because does. those partners are, the, and especially as a woman, they are entering you. So after a while, it's like you just start having all kind of problems that you never had before. And it's because of those people that's in. Just like with my daughter. I will tell my daughter in a second. Talk to me when you feel about it. Because the energy you're giving me is not, you know, yeah. we're one, we're not about to go back and forth with each other. Two, I'm not even sure what's wrong with you. And you can't communicate <laughs> it. So come back and talk yeah. to me when you feel about it. And then normally she'll take her time. So when I come in the house, 30 minutes to an hour, I need to. Debrief. Debrief. Yeah. And I don't want to talk to nobody. I want to talk on the phone. I want to talk to her. I just need to take my mind off of what I did and then we come back. Mm-hmm. That way, if I did have a bad day, 
at work or in the community, yeah, I, I don't know. have to lash out on you. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I was saying about the nagging part. Because uh-huh. I think it's important for people to have their space. People yeah. have to have their space. You have to have your individual life and then your adulthood. Yeah. And one one area that it's taken a lot for me to break up is because I was a mother longer than I was anything. Mm-hmm. So it's like when your children get older, it's like, well, what the hell am I supposed to do now? Because... Yeah. I had you when I was a child and then yeah. now you're older and don't want to be bothered but then I don't know yeah. nothing else. Yeah. So you do always have to do small things. That's why yeah. I always tell people, you know, DC has free yoga, free workout places and just even they even started doing um, transition med- meditation I think it's called. But it's a lot of ways that you that. can yeah, just, just bring yeah. yourself down. Yeah, I'm important. going next week so your chakras can be clear yeah. and you don't mess up. And so that's important in a relationship. <laughs> you, you talk about you come home, you need an hour that's a conversation because yeah. if if for whatever reason you you go to do house or he at your house and you get home whatever case be and he's just kind of engaging you when you walk through the door if he don't know you need now you're snapping out. off at him yeah. and he's like with well, that brother showing you some concern i'm asking you how you doing and trying to engage and you like back up off me doing all that so all those little details they really mm-hmm. do matter and they yeah. fall in that bowl of communication yeah normally can do a good 30 i don't even have to do a, <laughs> i don't have to do a whole hour yeah, good but 30. Just give me some a good time. 30 is yeah, good yeah. like i'm one of them people that's really i'm really weird i swear i'm an alien we all are. Like, join the club i don't, like, don't, <laughs> don't want to talk to people while i'm eating like when i'm eating that is my time to eat i don't want to be on the phone I, that's why i hate business meetings going to dinner it's like i'm trying to enjoy this like i need to enjoy all of these calories can i offer I'm you something right now. on your time on your on your on your 30 minute oh go ahead if, if you know if you know and this is for everybody listening to if you know that you need that 30 minute and you know that once you get in the house that person or those people are going to be there have your 30 minutes before you get home have, oh, that'll be dope. Have, have, pull over and, and just have that moment. Mm-hmm. Don't do it in front of your house because they right there looking out the window. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, <laughs> so, so pull over and just have that moment. Yeah. You can be at a restaurant in front of a restaurant. Go get you some Starbucks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I yeah. do that. I do that because yeah. I know once I get home, it's, it's yeah. family. It's time. All, and when you have kids, it's all you have to do that because as soon as I walk in the door, it's gone. cousin is jumping on my neck. Uh-huh. I'm like, Slim, give me a minute. They're like, to your point, you should have did that. Yeah. Before <laughs> you, got it. you already know what it is. We've my been waiting for you. Tell me that's the time. Y'all have 30 minutes. Yeah. I need to tell you, you something right time, now. Slim. So, yeah, it is good. Um, that's a good point. Oh, yeah. Never drop it. Yes, <laughs> yes. Love Jew. Love. That's like 10 Jews. Can we, yeah. take, can we take love offerings on the air? Y'all can yes, drop a little call Yes, love offerings. Uh, send it to their PayPal. Cash <laughs> But, yeah, that is good. And I, I, I said I was going to start doing that, especially, like, if I know she's going to be home. Because I live, I don't live far from Anacostia Park no more. So that would be a good time to just chill. Because I love the park. I love the wood. I love nature, period. Right so that office. would be, huh? You right by my office. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that would be a good time to just, just have that drink yeah. to yourself. Yeah, that's real. Cause you be, I know I be. Need it. <laughs> we all need it. Oh God, that's, that's I swear. Terrible. When we come back, um, we do want to get some of your intel on what men want. Now I have Let's an article, it. and I I love that you guys are not necessarily opinionated, but you do have opinions, so you can debunk all of these. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> it comes from mybrother.com. So this is not Nakia. This is not misunderstood or whoever else somebody else called me. This comes from an article, okay, and this is what they say that men want. So we want you guys to debunk that when we come back right after this, and we're going to talk about um your upcoming projects because. The other guy should be running in here at some point. We definitely got to get your we got to get your upcoming stuff before he scoot on in here. Uh, all right, we'll be right back good. right after this. Don't you guys that go anywhere? Hello.
guys we are back we have bj and dj of life family hustle and yeah, yeah. you have an announcement that you want to make on september for your game over at the esa well let me say what it is the entertainment sports arena yeah for the people that are not familiar with it yet you know some people still don't know the thing is open i know yeah they just had some boxing matches yeah. there. rick ross will be there on saturday too by the way i was just there the other Quick day for promo. The, uh, the mystic mystics uh, had their not, first not game even, yesterday yeah, they had a, a ribbon cutting yeah yesterday he gonna, oh he's gonna be here for afram too so you're going to be here so. next week, too? He'll be here on Saturday, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. a big deal. So, big deal. Um, yeah, because Wale did his free concert there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A lot of great year. things going on over there. Yeah, people yeah. are like, oh, I didn't Good know energy. that was over nice there. Nice arena. I'm like, y'all are crazy. Yeah, Events DC, they do some great things over there. So we're Shout excited. Shout out to Events DC. Yeah, yeah, they just opened up the sports complex yes. of RFK yesterday. Well, they cut the ribbon. I don't mm -hmm. know when people actually start mm -hmm. utilizing the facility, but it was dope over there, too. Mm -hmm. But tell everybody about your basketball game. Yeah, so for those of you that don't know, the Global Mixed Gender Basketball League, GMGB uh, for short, uh, is the first ever co-ed basketball league where you have men and women competing together, same team, same, same court, uh, gender equality in its highest fashion. Some former WNBA and uh, some former NBA players playing together on the same team. It's just an awesome uh, event. I'm fortunate enough to work with the Washington, D.C. team as well as with uh, Anwan Glover, Big G, one Big of G. our uh, co-owners. We're excited about that. Master P is the president of the league. Uh, each team has some great owners. Tiny in Atlanta owns the Atlanta Airs team. Ice-T owns New York team and Trick Daddy and Trina own the Florida team. And uh, so we got an exhibition game coming up September the 22nd, 21st, rather, uh, in a couple months. And uh, we're excited about that. So come on out. Gender equality, free diabetes screening for those of you guys that might have some concerns. You'll get uh, a free ticket to the game. And uh, just be on the lookout. We're excited about that. Super dope, dope, dope time. Just oh, yeah, see. yeah. The videos look yeah, um, you, look really good. You and see I some of these ex-NBA players and ex-WNBA players together. It's awesome. It's amazing. I can't wait. Yeah. I will be there. No yeah. doubt. In the front row with the VIP Front seat. row. You, <laughs> <laughs> you too over there. How, how did you get started in it, though? You I know, think that's intriguing. That, that was one of them things. I was just in Atlanta for an event, and uh, I, I, I just recently had saw previously Tiny mm -hmm. when she had a show with T.I. She was telling him she bought a basketball team. Because I think uh, she beat Master P's team. Yeah, she did. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. So I was in Atlanta for a different event, and I bumped into a guy in a hotel. And, your network uh, is your network. Yeah, we started having some conversation. He invited me to her tryouts. Mm -hmm. 
and we went there initially as a potential sponsor and then one conversation led to another and I told him I'm from Washington D.C. He said that's awesome, and you know, you know some people. I'm like, well, you know me. Yeah. 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 So it just led yeah. to that, and then Dang. boom, everything just went well, and Master P it. came on board, and just timing and position is everything. So yeah. You know, I'm a sports enthusiast. Everything hoop has always been my. What's dream. your favorite? Basketball is my thing. Really? Basketball probably my second. I like going to fights and things like oh, that. Okay. So, yeah, I always been that. Guy. I like the fights, but I did media for one, and I swear I just think I lost half of my life. I was there all day <laughs> yeah, because we had to be there from the beginning of yeah, the fight yeah. to the end of the fight. I just couldn't show up yeah. for the main event, all and I was fights. in there for it's a whole day. Oh my god, I. I was offered to do another one. I said, no, thanks. Yeah. I don't want okay. to do it. I'm a big Floyd Mayweather fan. Hopefully he can come back, Floyd. TMT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. TMT. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was just, oh, my God. It was yeah. just forever. Um, so now we're going to get into the Lord. mybrother.com. So don't y'all be jumping on me. We're going to make this quick because I got to. We're only going to do one article because I at least need to get your information, contact, all that. Sure. So um, according to this article, they said it's 12 men. That black women should never date. And I just want to know if y'all agree or disagree. I want to hear. I want to hear. All right. So, number one is a mama's boy. Number two is a lazy mooch. I didn't, I didn't even know black people said mooch. I don't know what that is. Um, number three is the jealous, stalkery type. Number four is a pompous ass. Number five is a shy guy. Number six is a cheater. Number seven is a violent temper person. Number eight is the guy that he's not sure if he's straight. I don't even know where that came from. What? What? Number nine is the magician. Number 10 is a user, abuser, or misuser. Number 11 is a hater. I agree with the hater one. because mm. Number 12 is a cheapskate. Oh, Do y'all man. agree or disagree? Man, and remember, who, this is mybrother.com. That don't mean my brother did it. She know that ain't mine. Listening to the, <laughs> listening to the, to each twelve, each twelve uh, uh, drops that they said, I can't say that a brother wrote that. But we're gonna, <laughs> we gonna go forward. We gonna go forward with the question. That's what I said. A mooch. Nah, I never heard nobody a say pompous. Mooch. Only time I heard pompous was on Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> he always curses with Gordon Ramsay. Pompous. But anyway, um, honestly, I. I I would say I agree with most of it, though. Mm-hmm. I yeah. agree with most of it. I, but yeah. but that person is that person for the moment. Something's going to happen in their life where they're going to grow and, and ch- something's going to change. So correct me if I'm wrong, because I always tell people that people are who they are until they want to be somebody else, right? Mm. So you could have had somebody that was a cheater, somebody that was a mama's boy. But I think people make the decision whenever they make. That's why I asked you in, in the beginning. When did you decide that you wanted to be in the community? What was your aha moment? Yeah. What was your aha moment? I think people are who you are until you have that aha moment. Yeah. And everybody's tolerance is different. I mean, yeah. some things you might be able to tolerate more than others. I mean, mm. you talk about the mama's boy thing. However, you qualify a dude loving his mother right right and my, my mother had me at 18 so all i had was my mother right my mother might still invite me over her house for dinner right all uh, right matter of fact when i leave here i'm going over her house for brunch right and so you qualify the dude loves his mother i know when you have kids and you have a boy you would love for that love to be so much on a high level that he can give you the same you now it's different if you're telling your mother your business <laughs> and and mom mom loan me a hundred dollars i don't want to ask my wife and you doing stuff like that. But, I mean, to that list, I mean, I think all those things on there are, are valid deal breakers mm-hmm. for a female if they're looking to put themselves in a position dealing with somebody that's this lazy and a yeah. user. And, and all. But it, it, it also, see, it's, it's no, 
it's it's no straight direct answer to that. It's not because you can find a you can find a a, a wonderful woman who will want one or two of them straights. I mean traits. Mm-hmm. Will, will, will want the mama's boy because she know that, that he's gonna be a loving person to, to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Will, will want some some will want the lazy person so she know that she can come home and cater and take care because that's her. Because it's all about your needs. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so there's no straight answer to that. Yeah. I think a few of them work in my mind like no, <laughs> like right. a few like a no. But it was also a few that I was like, mm-hmm. I see me in a couple of that. Right. Like, I, I, ain't qualifying lazy, right? It just depends because I, you know I got some dudes. They really function like stay-at-home dads, right? Mm-hmm. They drop off the kids, pick them up, everything handyman, do everything extra, help with the birthday party, set up, break down, do all that. But they don't make that much money mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. But their value is, is about, different. I think it is about perspective because you have to know that goes back to the whole introspective. You have to know what, what you want. Mm-hmm. Are you a giver? If you are a giver, then you may not mind somebody yeah. that's lazy because yeah. you need to be needed. So I think it just depends on, yeah, yeah, in different areas. I think it just depends on what you need to say if you would want to deal with somebody like that. Because yeah. some people think jealous guys are cute. That's cute. Because that he care about you. Yeah, exactly. So if that's what they like, because right. I don't think no two people love the same. I think even right. you and your partner learn, love differently. Right. So you got to figure out how you can get in between yeah. that. And, and, and that goes sense. both ways. You got a dude that loves you and care about you so much mm-hmm. that he wants to protect everything about you. And so your perception might be he's jealous, mm-hmm. and he like, man, look, I just love you that hey, much, but man. His I'm like, talking about that myself. Protector, like I, I mean, manage all that. Watch I saw this. you all talking to him on the side of the room over there a little bit too long. You was yeah. over there for five minutes. It was cool, but it seemed like it escalated beyond a greeting. Like, man, let me say it. So that, that so I'm, a, I'm I love speaking about myself because people always look at me and, and, and assume. So me and my wife been together uh, almost 15 years. Might have had three arguments in 15 years. So we got a wonderful relationship. But I'm also that same guy that want to know where you at, where you going, and I'm going to ask why you was over there so long. I'm not jealous at all. I'm not overprotective at all. But I think I, I, my standards, I need to know, and my expectations, I need to know. Not for no other reason, but need to know. Mm-hmm. But guess what? I'm also the same dude that let her know my every move, that I'm about to do this, I'm about to do that. Because that's my best friend. If something happened, you need to know. Mm-hmm. Like, my, I, t- I teach my brothers, I'm the oldest of nine. When you go to a girl's house, Text me the address. Oh yeah, I do that. I so take so so that's that's just that's just how I'm I'm wired. I'm mm-hmm. wired that way. And it's sometimes some people who just meet us like, damn, you 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 um You're clocking her. Yeah, and I'm like, no, I ain't clocking her. Yeah, where your girl at? And they be like, uh, yeah. No, right, yeah. <laughs> and that yeah. might work for them. And it, it really might, just depends. And this work for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it work for your and wife. That's, and that's what I'm saying. That that's why I don't I don't tell give people relationship advice. Uh. Because I don't care about your relationship. If you're my friend, I'm only worried about you. Yeah. So how much can you take of exactly. this? And that's what good. do you want? Yeah, I'm good. not going to talk about your dude. Exactly. I don't have nothing bad to say about him. That's you. It's yeah. not nothing I would want to deal with, yeah. but that's your love. And yeah. we already established that. So I don't care about him. I just need to mm-hmm. know how more, how often are you going to take good. this? Yeah. And are you okay with him not being all of these things that you're complaining about? Because I don't even Pisces. ask you about your man. Yeah, I don't ask about him because I don't care. You're my friend. Yeah. I'm only worried about you. I'm and not worried about open enough to be transparent with then, you and share then yeah. you can offer yeah, perspective we, I have one friend that would normally do that yeah. cause she'll call me be like well I wanna ask ask you this but I don't ask about their relationship cause to me it's not none of my business as long as you good your kids good then that's all I need so, to so, know so, 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 alright so let's, let's let's break down this friendship right obviously that's a, a, a essential part of their lives mm-hmm. and impacts how she thinks feels emotions and all mm-hmm. those things mm-hmm. so if y'all go out 
and y'all see Mary J. Blige this week. Are you saying you don't want to know how's life been at home, family, and all that? Because that could be a disruptor to you guys' time. No. Because it could impact her sanity, her ability to go there, have a good time. Like, right. Like, so, no. Only be not with this friend because we have a history. We have the expectations. So, we know how to deal with each other. Gotcha. So, in the instance of if he calls and I'll be like, y'all good? Are y'all Okay. Boom. But then everything else, we talk about her, the family. And if she brings right. it in, I'm open to talking about it. Right. But I'm not going to put my beliefs on her about their relationship. So I'm okay. not against You're it. You're just going to listen. I just listen and I ask her, do you want me to respond? Like, are you calling me to talk or you want right. or, or you want advice? Because to right. me, those are two different things. Like, yeah, right. me and my sister are very good at that. She knows when I'm calling her just to right. get something off my chest. And then she'll be like, do you want me to respond or you right. just want me to listen? Right. So me and my sister have that, like, <laughs> Because that's, that's how we talk. I mean, BJ might call me. <laughs> he might call me after what's going on. And he like, man, I'm just checking in. What's up with you? Everything cool? Business? Family? Like, And we just have a conversation, which he opens up a door mm-hmm. for me to be transparent right. and I can dump and then we can go there. Right. Mm-hmm. So if it if it comes, and normally if it, I know with her, if she wants to talk about him, she will ask a leading. She I will say you. something leading for me to ask. And yeah. then that's when I ask. But I think for me personally, my sister will probably be my only best friend. My gotcha. sister gets me in and out, That's through good. and through. The other women I know, I just feel like we know each other. You know you. what I'm saying? Because to me, I just think, I don't know. I need to figure out how Do to you build desire more? It. Do you desire more? Are you cool like that? Um, I think I go in between. I think it depends on my season. Like, now right. that my shockers are all messed up, I think right. I desire a whole bunch. Right. But, right. but, but, I'm, but, I'm but saying then so when much I'm so, balanced out yeah, yeah. and centered, right. I think I'm, I like that. Right, I got. I mean, so your girlfriend's been at her job for five years. Is a conversation like, I mean, you see yourself there for the next five? Oh years? yeah, like, I'm all. Oh, I'm always that person yeah. that wants you to do better. So you drilling down? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm always the person like, well, girl, you know, you need to get your license for I this. You. I can do your business cards. You want me to make your flyer? You. you want me to do this? So I'm always supportive because I want it's that. It's just that person. But I don't feel like I always get that back. I, I got you on my end yeah. in regards to somebody reciprocating what yeah. I need. I got so, you. but I didn't. Then again, on the contrary to that, I don't think I always express what it is that I need. Yeah. Yeah, so I think been, it's a contradiction yeah, in itself. Yeah, I got you. So yeah, it just depends on my energy, my chakras. Yeah, if I'm in a you. good center place, then I don't require much. But when I'm off balance, yeah. mm-hmm. I think that's when I require the most. But people wouldn't understand that because when I'm off balance, I'm closed off. I got you. I got you. Yeah, that that's good. Yeah, that's so, good. You know, life is a work in progress. <laughs> let me get let me get y'all upcoming. Oh, actually, let me get three things. That you learned, because I know if he's coming, he's going to be running in here in a second, because the show got to Three things that I learned today? Yeah. Wait, wait. Video. I'm on pictures. Let me get three things. Oh, three takeaways. You ain't have to learn nothing. But just three takeaways from today. Who'd you taking pictures? No video. Oh, I had to make sure. (laughs) (laughs) I had to see it. Before you guys died. You got them on point. It's going to be posed. No. (laughs) Um, I go first. Um. Just to be transparent, real life transparency, as we always say, I really, I really don't see too many um, female Pisces that communicate the way you did today. Um, so that's the truth. Uh, two, I learned, and it's not show related, but it's, per, it's personal uh, development for myself. That where we're sitting is, is a lot of opportunities that's nationwide that I didn't know about, and I'm a. I researched a lot, so for me not to know that kind of crushed me. Uh, 
And then uh, the third thing that I would probably add is that you are um, meeting you was not what I ex- expected. You know, I, my expectations I kind of don't come into expect. You know, when I meet people, I don't I don't expect nothing. Um, but I think um, think we're gonna have a growing relationship, girl. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know what I appreciate? I, I appreciate your uh, your ability to be able to command conversation. That's impressive. That's attractive on the business side, and uh, the fact that we can have open dialogues is really important, man. We you know this conversation lasted an hour, but it could have went on across genre lines mm-hmm. of different topics because mm-hmm. I think this is really really important. Again, talking about. The lack of, of 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 chemistry and relationships, life and family and business, things break down because communication is broken. And uh, so, if we can just work hard at getting better in personal growth and self development and things like that, we can all, you know, have more efficient and effective lives. Uh, number one, uh, number two, just the fact, man, that we can just be um, be open and, and honest in this environment. I appreciate you sharing about the transparency piece and mm-hmm. relationship and just managing expectations. I think managing expectations is very very clear. You know, we all put our need or desire before the expectation. So we get into situations and it's just like, I wish I would have said something a long time ago mm-hmm. instead of just being more upfront. And uh, I'm just thankful for you, brother. Um, you know, none of this was scripted. Never, none of it never was planned. Never and uh, I'm just fortunate <laughs> you in my life and we can kind of come together and merge some energy, man, and uh, get the people what they want. And so, you know, I wish he talked about was that therapy mm-hmm. session and things like that with the interactive workshop. I mean, oh, we're going to make sure we have our producer put something together so we can... Mm-hmm. Take them on the corporate That's side. Gone. Of that, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Done deal. You definitely need to um, um, embark upon it. That's one thing Lori and I always share because I'm always telling her, you should do this, you should do this, you should do this. And like I said, it's only been three weeks. I'm going to talk to you all I'm night always, about that. Yeah. But since you brought it up just now, you in you in a great space. Take advantage of it. I think so, too. Take advantage of it. I, I was going to wait so and tell you all that. I think yeah. so, too. But I think it's just important. One thing that I'm trying to narrow down what my purpose is, I know it's to inform and educate but I always feel like I'm the glue for a lot because I don't like necessarily being on the front end I don't have to be the one on the front but I just like making stuff happen and I got to figure out like you know how to narrow down that purpose aspect of it so I can build upon that and surround yourself with the right people Mm -hmm. obviously you know people compensate for your limitations yeah tell you a superwoman how you going about handling your business is just find the right people that can complement your interests uh, and get that done. And then lastly, I just want to thank all the fans out there, folks that, turn in, that tune in uh, each and every Sunday. Uh, we can't do what we do without an audience of listeners. And today at 6 on. o'clock, what's your topic? Uh, not so, this Sunday. So, so we use this as our topic for today. Yeah, this oh, okay. was our show for today. <laughs> okay. So Life Family Hustle happened a little bit early today. And so it's all good, but make it sure you tune in. It was at 12, instead of 6. That's, that's okay. it. It's all good. Give them some lunchtime versus dinner time. And tell everybody how they can watch your show and see the playbacks and all of those. Yep. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Life Family Hustle. Make sure you can drop us a line, give us some feedback, any topic specific you want to uh, have us dialogue about. We'd love to, to meet you there. And uh, we'd love to do some offline live shows, too. We just did one two weeks ago at yeah. the Pitch Tavern on go. Georgia Avenue uh, in Silver Spring. Thank all the audience, the folks that came out there. So anybody that has any uh, type of platforms, we can go and leverage those. And your personal videos. page. Yeah, quick. Derek Jason Smith, Facebook. Instagram and my man right here, BJ, BJ Page. P-A-I-G-E, everything. That's BJ it. Page. All right, guys. Um, thank you so much thank for coming you. out today. I'm excited. It was BJ. a great way to start off my month. Absolutely. Um, yeah. uh, for June. June is music month, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So thank you for um, coming in today, sharing your energy, dropping all those jewels. Y'all owe them yeah. a couple of dollars. <laughs> so make sure you DM them. That's asking it. for their cash app. June 28th. <laughs> <Life family laughs> cash app. June 28th. Yeah. 
right. As usual, guys, make sure you check out the website um, for upcoming events. I know I haven't been on anything, but I'm about to update everything this evening. We got the Peace Jam jumping off on the 27th amongst a thousand other things. So make sure you're there. As usual, I'd rather be misunderstood than basic. And I will check you guys next Sunday. Salute.